welcome with us to Just Ask Rethinking Development Podcast with your hosts, as always, myself, Brian Wilburn, Director of Development at St. Paul's Newman Center, and Greg Jeffrey, Founder and Principal of Catholic Development Group. And we are continuing our conversation of what to do when your campaign stalls. So if you were listening from last time, which if you didn't, I encourage you to go back, take a listen. But in that one, we talked about what do you do? And first, you know, quick recap, you need to start with your top leadership on your campaign and you need to have a real conversation where things are at. And you have to ask yourself the question, can you be honest about that? You should. And can you own why maybe your number changed or why you're stalling out? And Greg made some great points as far as looking at your prospect list and getting real as far as how much have you actually dug into it. To kick it off, I had a thought on that, uh, or question, I guess, more for you, sure. Greg. So my question was, you talked about what do you do You know, when you, pros- pros- you have to go back to your prospect list, and what do you do, what do you tell someone when they say, okay, here's our prospect list, here's our board, here's where we had everybody in, in terms of things, and what do you do if they, they did ask, and their prospect list, they just, maybe they're, I don't know if their numbers were too pie in the sky, but they just came back and everybody said yes, but they all said yes too low. What do you do then? So what you're saying is the scenario that I'm troubleshooting here is they asked, they put a real number on the table, yeah. but, but people came in at lower numbers. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and, and then there's nobody else on the list that's, that's a six-figure prospect mm-hmm. and they still have some ways to go. Yeah, except right. Elon Musk. That's their backup. Well, so give me some more stats. Let's say, is it a $3 million campaign, a $10 million capital campaign? Because all the specifics. Uh, let's you, know why, you know why I'm not a CFRE? Why is that? Because if I took the test, my answer to every damn question would be, that depends. <laughs> no, this is true. Yeah. This is true. So I need, I need a little bit more information in this in this scenario that you're building, this, this okay, sample so scenario. Okay, so what if it's a $10 million campaign and they're sitting at $5 million? They're at half of what they wanted to be at. Okay. You read my... Seriously, you read my mind because I just started working about, what, five weeks ago? Yeah. With a client that was in precisely that circumstance. Except wow. they weren't at five, they were at 4.8. We didn't plan this, kids. This is... This is, this is, this is pure, yeah. Just It's pure. driven through um, IPAs and right. just pure beer. So here's yeah. what happened. Um, I was asked to come in and kind of troubleshoot why this campaign after two years was sitting at 4.8 when, when they needed to get to 10. And of course, the problem that was created by those first person that, those first donors that came on board, they were they were pressing the the, the leader of this religious org, this religious congregation to get the thing built because mm-hmm. he made his gift. What is taking so long? The price of goods and services and construction mm-hmm. is going up, so on and so forth. So now the poor guy is is in a panic, and then they turn to me like, "Help, rescue yeah, us!" What right? do we do? Okay, but there was a couple of things. There was a couple of things that that I did that um, um, really, really turned the situation around. And I'm going to go through those um, methodically to show you precisely what I did. Yeah. First of all, I went I went down in person and spent three days with them and realized that 
the um, the leader of this religious congregation, he was trying to run everything off of a notebook. None of the data. No. Yeah. No database. The, well, they had a database. They had a Razor's Edge. But because Razor's Edge is a complicated system, they didn't have anybody uh, uh, running it. So all the notes as far as who this older uh, uh, congregational leader uh, um, was meeting with, First of all, he was, you know, well past um, what most people would consider a good retirement age, right? Mm-hmm. But still very vibrant man, very smart and humble and wonderful guy to work with. But, I mean, um, the people that he was soliciting were all roughly his age. They were all, you know, 75 to 85, yeah. somewhere in that age. So it's no, it's no surprise that they made a gift, but they didn't make a pledge, right? So immediately I could see, immediately it became... Uh, apparent to me that one of the reasons that they're sitting at four instead of at 10 is because a lot of the people that he was going to were his friends who had been their major gift donors periodically over the course of many years. But they had reached that point where they no longer make pledges. They make (laughs) one-time gifts. So that was a pretty easy tell. The other thing was none of the data that was in these various notebooks was in the Razor's Edge. They had to have a system, so we helped, I helped, helped them create a system. Then it became apparent to me that if you're running a religious congregation with lots of new guys coming into the, the community, so on and so forth, you're a pretty busy guy, plus all the other ministries that that, that uh, an, an abbey you know, would, would typically mm-hmm. uh, take part in. And so I, it became apparent to me that we need more people asking. We need more solicitors. So there's another thing that we did. Okay, so off, number right? one was they just they didn't have enough people asking. They didn't have enough people asking, and they were asking people who were at an age bracket that they couldn't afford to make a pledge, which is where, you know, you... you, I don't even buy green bananas anymore. That's where you... (laughs) Yeah, I'm so old, I don't buy green bananas (laughs) anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Well, you were talking about how um, the first thing was that... Yeah, I'm, I was trying to troubleshoot. It was like, who are we asking? Who's doing the asking? Are we asking enough? But the most important thing was, how are we asking? And because these were friends that went back 50 or 60 years, it was really difficult for the sole solicitor for this campaign to put a number on a table to a friend who's been with you for 50 years, you shouldn't have to do that. You tell them it's $10 million, they can do the math themselves. Well, no, they can't, right? Mm. And so they were getting some very nice gifts, 10000 25000 so on and so forth. Uh, but these were people who, if they'd been approached, shown, yeah. approached in a way that they'd shown the math, um, they might have made that ultimate gift at, at this point in, in their retirement, even though they were you know, getting on in years. Right. And so he, let's just cut to the happy news. Let's cut to the happy news. This past weekend, I got a call on Saturday morning from one of the young monks. And he said, Greg, we just got a gift this morning for $250,000. Great. And he was like, so this is like one of the first six-figure-plus gifts that they've gotten now to like re-energize the capital campaign. So I said, well, congratulations, Father, so on and so forth, hung up the phone. Six hours later, he calls back and says, Greg, we just got another gift. This one's for half a million, and they might go all the way to a million. Whoa. So it's twice in one day. So now the question becomes, what did we do? What was the key that turned the engine on? Yeah, tell us. What was it? Well, when I went down there in person, um. Um, I saw the campus. I saw the monastery. Um, everything looked to be in very good order. 
the grass was cut, the building seemed to be well-maintained, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. What was it that I didn't see? I didn't see the cloister, right? Right, okay. And so I left after three days thinking, how bad can it be? I mean, geez, this place is in really pretty good shape. That, That was like something in the back of my mind that hadn't even really registered. It was just kind of like a feeling, right? It was a feeling like, mm-hmm, these guys are mm-hmm. doing okay. I mean, $10 million, what did they put? A Taj Mahal in there behind the screen or yeah. what? Where are you hiding right? it? Behind, yeah. the clo- behind the cloister. What is it they want to do with $10 million? So um, I shouldn't, you know, so anyway, I'm, no. Kim, no, yeah. That, that's so. an exaggeration. But, but the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the point is, I didn't really realize just how bad it was. Then about, you know, um, a few a few weeks later, um, um, I'm talking with one of the young monks and he's beginning to describe to me the, the condition in which they live. And I said to him, we're going to put together new materials. Can you send me some of the pictures? And when I got these pictures, I was absolutely horrified. I mean, plaster falling off the walls oh. and plumbing that was 60, 70 years old that was leaking sewage into the walls yeah. and, and yeah. mold. And I mean, it was, it was really pathetic. My, so then the light bulb just smacked on hardcore. It's like, well, obviously, because the problems are in the cloister, it's impossible for people to really understand the gravity of the situation. Right. Right. And so um, so then the remedy, obviously, was to convince them that people had to see it for what themselves. What did they have in their materials before? It was just a very polite ask. We, we need we need some money to fix up the, the monastery. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, you know, and and then they had a budget and all the all typical things, but there was no pictures, no before and after right. pictures. Right. Oh, so, what people love to give guys is a budget. Mm. Show them that. No. Well, um, so the, there was no. The, so we got some photographs of the existing situation, and then we had some photographs that not photographs, but artists' renderings that the architects put together of what the revised or renovated facilities would look like. And it was nothing ostentatious, but when you took a look at the plaster that was falling off the walls and the boiler Mm -hmm. on its last legs and the fact they didn't have hot water two out of three days, I mean, it was... Yeah, you're giving them dignity back. Well, precisely. Okay, so so then I said to some some of the younger monks, I said, I know... The cloister needs to be respected. That's your home. The public does not go into cloister. It's that's for people who take yeah. the vow, right? But in this circumstance, could we make an exception? Could we say to this, that, and the other handful of people, you know, um, you've been like family to us, right? right? And because you've been like family to us, we're going to kind of bend the rules here. We'd like to bring you into the cloister mm. and show you firsthand what the situation is. Whoa. Those two gifts, those two gifts that we got last Saturday, both of those Walked in. Were, were, were walk-ins. And what one of them said to the young monk afterwards, he said, I'm ashamed and I'm appalled that, that this was allowed to get this bad. You wow. would never get that kind wow. of emotional reaction yeah. from a photograph. Wow. And so if you have a, here's the bottom line. If you have a campaign that's stalled, the question on the table is, in addition to all the other things I've talked about, the mechanics, the processes, the, the getting enough ass on the table and getting the right number on the table, including, in, in, in addition to all of that, yeah. the question, the golden question is, what can you do to give that particular donor a firsthand experience yeah. of the need or the mission? Right. 
per yeah, no, I mean, that's perfectly said, Greg. I mean, you brought them close to the mission. And I mean, great way to get an appointment, too. You want to come inside a cloister? Totally. Yeah, who would say no to oh, that? Oh, no, I'm like, yeah. Just curiosity Can I alone. Come? Yeah, so, no, I mean, that's that's so great. I mean, but if you can bring them close to your mission, we've had banquets. I mean, I think that's another way of bringing the mission to them. You have somebody get mm-hmm. up there and give that personal testimony. But, yeah, I mean, especially if you're you're doing a capital campaign that you need improvements. I mean, if you have something to to show, it needs to be that story has to be told. So that's a great way to to. And I think um, just basically, I think of what you guys did there in a way, Greg, which is you might have to consider relaunching the campaign. Um, so for us, like like you guys basically reapproached it. You've got new materials. You came at it again. And yeah, some of the key players they knew it was the same campaign, but you really came at it full force again Mm -hmm. in a new way and that's what we did you know our campaign which we talked about in the last episode at the newman center we we came at it with a new one we said this one is gonna you know yeah we need to finish it out but these are the reasons the number changed but on top of that we had all the beauty within the church to offer to people to be leaving in memorials and Mm -hmm. things like that and so it was really a campaign about beauty it's like we helped us get this up these are the reasons that there is more needed. But on top of that, let's make this beautiful. And so that was it was a new approach. That that's that was a great way to approach it. So campaign one is done. Congratulations. We were successful. We got the sticks up. We got the foundation up. Right. We got we've got the basic building built. Now let's make it beautiful with campaign number two. Yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah. That's a that's what we have for you guys. Thanks for uh, sticking with us, and I hope that if you are stalled, that helps out. If uh, you want, feel free to give us a, reach out to us at justaskdevelopment at gmail or you know find Greg and I. We're on the internet there. You can get to us, and we'd be happy to help you if your campaign is stalling. <laughs>